This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. All you have to do is dial in to toll-free number, which is 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line brought to you by SACL CAI. We'll tell you more about them here in a little bit. 855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. All right. You can uh, dial in. Of course, you can also interact with us online and other listeners online as well. Multiple ways for you to do that. Everything from our chat room to the BBS to the site itself. You are allowed to control the content by submitting different news items to it over at freetalklive.com. Of course, in the news big time today, as it should be, is the SOPA situation What with the blackouts of Wikipedia and Google and uh, other websites as well. Fark is down. Reddit. Fark is down. Yeah. Wow, cool. All right, so we'll talk more about that. What the internet's half shut down. I don't know if it's half shut Google, down. Google's got a big black mark over its, uh, you know. Yes, thing. it's very conspicuous when you go to Google.com that something is amiss. And you can uh, learn more. And, of course, Wikipedia is uh, is huge. I would say maybe you if you... Uh, Facebook and Google are... Um, is Facebook doing something? Mark Zuckerberg released a uh, some kind of uh, you know post or something, right? But uh, is there an, a visible indication? Not much. Facebook, okay. So then Facebook, a- except for every post that I see being about it, lots of people are putting up uh, their own. The people you know, of Facebook yeah. are are doing something for sure. Uh, for instance, I have replaced my photo with the SOPA one of the multitude of SOPA related photos. In the, I guess, idea that someone will click on it and learn about SOPA. Why is that person's face not there? What is that thing? Uh, let's right. click. I and did see the same thing. Is. Yeah. So that's yep. going on big time on Facebook. I would say that uh, maybe if you look at internet traffic, half of the internet traffic might be affected by this because so much traffic goes through Facebook. That's kind of what Google. I meant. I see what you're saying. But certainly not half of the websites in the world. No. Because uh, cause, half of the websites in the world haven't been visited in the past month. That's true as well. <laughs> the majority of the websites don't get much traffic at all. So 855-450-FREE, uh, the toll-free number. We can talk more about SOAP. Uh, certainly we've discussed it over the last several weeks, uh, but there's still, I guess, the possibility that somebody may have uh, been living under a rock or perhaps just gotten out from under that rock and uh, tuned in tonight. We can certainly talk about the, the SOPA thing. But also in the news, uh, locally uh, here, we had Derek J on the show last night. We talked in detail about the fact that he is uh, was going to trial today for a number of charges and one of those trials did end up happening today. The other one did not. That one uh, has yet to be determined as far as when it's going to be held. But today he was uh, charged uh, with obstructing government administration and resisting arrest and refusal to process. I believe it's the third charge. He ended up – it was a lengthy trial, lasted approximately five or more hours. Uh, and, of course, most of us uh, were – a lot of us were – uh, sequestered during it, uh, so I did not. <laughs> I did not have the pleasure as I was sequestered as a character witness, because uh, I certainly wasn't there for his his arrest. I was in jail at the time, but I I didn't get the pleasure of uh, of seeing Derek J uh, engage in his trial shenanigans. Uh, it from, was throughout it the entire trial was phenomenal. I I was not called as a witness. Um, I was not present for Live Free or Dance, and so I was there as a representative of the Shire Free Press. And I've got to tell you, I think Derek did a fantastic job. Of course um, he did. I, he did. And, you know, I think he put so much effort and energy, as as anyone rightly should, into their own defense. 
Um, and I think it's just a shame. Um, the, the most powerful moment of the trial to me was um, when Derek was speaking with Michael Kopcha, who is the keen police officer who maced him mm-hmm. while he was in handcuffs, um, simply for saying he did not want to get in the car, not actually resisting arrest. Um, and it seems to me from what if I'm understanding what Burke said, Burke is trying to say that that is resisting arrest, even though that's contrary to how the RSA is written. Right. Uh, see, it doesn't matter what the RSA or statute or whatever actually says. Uh, and, and from what I from what I heard, I have not read it myself, uh, not recently at least. Derek told me that if you are verbally refusing, that is not considered resisting. And Derek's claim was that he was simply verbally, uh, he was speaking back to the police officer when he was being told, uh, you know, when he was told that he needed to get into the police car. Or actually, excuse me, from what I understand, he was asked to get into the police car and he said he didn't want to. Well, it was, it was, was it a request? Was he being asked? Was he being told? Was he well, being ordered? I believe he said he was being, it was being asked of him. But again, I wasn't there. There's this is video of my conversation yeah. with Derek. That's right. I was not there at the trial. So right. I can't say I, I know for sure. But he was asked to enter the car, presuming what I understand of what he told me was true. He was asked to enter the car, in which case, if someone's asking you to do something, that's not an order. Right. Yeah. So and, did the judge decide it was an order? Yes. Okay. Right. See, anything the police says uh, is basically A-OK, even if what they've said is a clear request – uh, even if you ask them a question like, well, are you asking or are you ordering? <laughs> You're being impertinent. <laughs> ultimately, it doesn't matter in That's the long right. run. As long as you aren't assisting the police actively in their arrest of you, As it doesn't matter if you think the arrest is illegal, if you think their orders are illegal, like if what they're telling you to do is illegal or what they're telling you to do is morally bankrupt or wrong, you have no ability to refuse. At least by their standards, at least by the government right. standards. And it doesn't matter what the statutes actually say. Anything you do to refuse their process at any step along the, the way is, in theory, a violation of you know, disorderly conduct or resisting arrest or whatever. And today, when Derek was found guilty, that was more evidence of that being All the case. charges? Yeah. No, no. no. Uh, it, was, uh, it was two. Three charges total, two charges he was found guilty on. I was there for the, lo- the latter part of the, uh, the occasion, because once you've been questioned as a witness, you get to stay in the courtroom at that point. And so the resisting arrest charge, he was found guilty, sentenced to 90 days uh, in the House of Corrections, suspended on two- for two years on good behavior. Also, the other charge was the same. Also, again, suspended, 90 days, suspended for two years for obstructing government administration. And the third charge, the refusal to process, which is a city ordinance, not a misdemeanor as the first two were, that was placed on file. Right. Now, that means right. that they could bring it back. Isn't that right? Yes. And they're looking at consecutive sentences, not concurrent for him. So it's 180 total. Right. If they are both imposed, it would be a right. consecutive. Correct. Right. So um, also there was $500 fines on each. So he does have $1,000 plus because uh, $1,000 plus the fees because mm-hmm. they charge you fees on the fines. <laughs> so uh, he's got to pay, you know, like 30 percent extra as a fee on the fines so they want a grand at least from him which of course if you translate that into days in jail is going to be 20 something days in jail so that's i, I just think it's with. ridiculous i i and he is appealing which means he'll yeah. go to jury trial yeah. and start 
all from the beginning. I again. guess that's all you can do. I think I I think that's great. You could because go to jail today. Moments. Today I think, and I was saying this to Derek just before I came over here. Um, I think today was a fantastic rehearsal, um, and, and yes. an example too. Um, he's he's got video testimony now of Kopsha and Collinsworth on the record answering the questions, and and he can now take that. And, and use it in future endeavors. And as I understand it, uh, and Kopcha, this is the, the police officer that pepper sprayed him, refused to answer the question as to whether or not or they had the information about who the complaining party was. Because the original suggestion from the police, and I believe they say this in the video originally, is that they had a complaint. Their claim is someone complained about Derek J. playing music in a public park. And that's the reason why they came to deal with them in the first place, because someone allegedly complained. But yet they're not revealing that information. I thought you they had were, the right to face your accuser. They were required to um, do that under city ordinance until I think it was about a month ago. Well, right. But what about the old constitutional requirement of being able to face your accuser? That's apparently out the window, too. Right. Now. Great. You know, that was one of the things that was supposed to be special about America was that somebody couldn't accuse you with a black bag over their head at, uh, at a trial. So, they, you know, the government wouldn't be able to protect these people. Like, they'd have to stand up for their accusations. But no, nope, that's anymore. not the case anymore. 855-450-FREE. You can take control of your waves. Oh, and the judge had the gall to say the Constitution had applied throughout the entire trial. I'm so glad. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves and dial on in toll-free at 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Joining you tonight, it's Ian here. Nemi. And Mark. And we invite you over to our website at freetalklive.com. You may enjoy the features there for free. We've got listening options. Plenty of different ways for you to get Free Talk Live into your ears, including our broadband stream, which is available for you around the clock. Also a dial-up stream for those of you with limited connectivity. Uh, you can go to listen.freetalklive.com to get tuned in. You can also learn about our other listening options, like our over 100 great AM and FM radio stations across the country. Our satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio, we got two channels up there. Our free-to-air satellite channel is available as well on KU Band. The webcam and listen lines that can dial long distance, or where you can dial long distance and listen in that way. So plenty of different ways to do it. Listen.freetalklive.com. Smokers, if I told you told you that you could have a cigarette that uh, or that would cost less than half as much as regular cigarettes, was 22,000 times healthier for you than uh, normal cigarettes, and that you could smoke indoors, would you be interested? 
There is. It's the e-cigarette. The e-cigarette made by Vaporsmiths.com. They make one of the best-made e-cigarettes on the market today. Not all e-cigarettes are created equal, I'm afraid, and uh, Vaporsmiths has one of the best-made that you can find. It comes in all kinds of flavors, regular cigarette flavor, uh, like uh, reds, Turkish, classics, cloves, menthols, and lots of great flavors, uh, cherry, vanilla, strawberry. Um, you can get it. Uh, you can you can get one of these uh, things completely free. The Vaporsmiths will give you one completely free. All you have to do is buy forty cartomizers. A cartomizer contains as much nicotine as a pack of cigarettes, and uh, you can get forty cartomizers for seventy bucks. Make the order. Use coupon code FTL uh, at vaporsmiths.com or call eight five five to get vapor, and they'll send you one completely free with free shipping. It's vaporsmiths.com coupon code FTL. Eight five five to get vapor. All right, so we'll uh, continue. We can talk more about what happened, the sh- some of the courtroom shenanigans today, and uh, I mean, and when I say shenanigans, I mean on the part of the government. But we will also take your calls about what you want. AC is on the line, listening in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live. AC. Hey guys. Hey. Um, I want to talk about the uh, SOPA protest, and uh, I, I had some uh, questions about some of the things that have been going on during the, during the uh, SOPA pr- protest, and I wanted to know what you guys thought about them. Oh, certainly. So SOPA is the uh, – is, is, is that the House bill? The Senate bill something called something different. Right. So there's some scary stuff happening out there with the federal government where they're proposing that Internet service providers would have to maintain a blacklist, a government uh, mandated blacklist of certain websites uh, internationally that would be prohibited from uh, U.S. people would be prohibited from accessing those sites. And the claim, of course, is that, well, it will only be used against people offering copyrighted material. But in reality, we know that the government expands, and so down the line, it likely would become used against people with porn sites, uh, say, people showing porn without condoms, like in L.A., which has now been banned, uh, making porn without condoms. We can talk more Perhaps about that. Perhaps some gaming sites that they didn't particularly like the way, uh, you know, you say you won prizes and Or maybe like they could have sites banned that are related to being Muslim, or maybe they could have sites banned that are related to loving freedom, because, you know, that's very anti-American these days, is to love freedom so we can't have sites like free talk live or other sites like that being accessed so it's a real slippery slope and it's really dangerous and i i know that's not all sopa does but to me that's the real shout it out that's what's important kind of thing what do you think ac well like one of the big things is like the the thing is they're doing this to try and combat piracy and i've always felt that piracy is not really that big of a problem i mean these corporations that are they're big against piracy. They're still making millions of dollars, and, they're st- and they still have tons of power, and they're still gaining it. Still yeah, gaining and, money and, still gaining power and there's no still evidence money. that they're losing money over this. I mean, you know, it could very well be that people, uh, you know, download some music um, on the internet uh, and listen to it and say, "I like this. I'm going to get. I'm going to buy more." And they do so. Absolutely, I know for a fact that I have purchased products that I've seen first on the internet, like uh, Dexter, the Showtime television program. I have purchased Blu-rays of that, and I've seen that show online. Same thing with uh, Penn and Teller's BS. Uh, that's not music, but it's the same idea, right? They're television programs. Copyright. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not going to buy a cable. I'm not going to buy Showtime, but I'm willing to pay for stuff that I like. Right. And, like, one of the things about this is, like, there have been a lot of critics of these protests. That's one, that's one of the things I really wanted to talk about because there, I've had, these have been some of the criticism of the protests, which I didn't see coming, have been kind of troublesome. There's people been criticizing the protests because um, – 
They're saying that they're very immature way to deal with things. Some are saying that, like, some people have been calling Google hypocrites because they will make a big deal out of American censorship, but they won't make a big deal out of the Chinese censorship because Google went through some things like that. And another thing... Well, hold on. I think that's a fair. uh, I think that might be a fair criticism. Right. You do. You do want comments on these, right? So let's stop right there for a moment. Uh, Regarding China, okay, yeah, I get that. However, I mean, I mean, I don't represent Google, but I'm going to speculate as to what they would say to that critique, and that would be, well, we were trying to break into the China market, and we we would not be allowed in China at all if we didn't follow their rules. So the intent was to provide more freedom to the Chinese. Not less. Whereas in this circumstance, the United States government is uh, offering less freedom to the American people. Mark spoke to my point. Absolutely. I think this is a this is a limiting action rather than an expanding one. Yeah. And also, I see this critique as blaming the victim uh, in this case. I mean, look, Google and these folks are trying to get the word out uh, about this and people are critiquing them for it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, like, well, okay. before I get to my last part, um, particularly on that, like, people have been saying it's kind of immature. It's like a a 13-year-old child whining because they won't eat their vegetables or something like that. Like, Wikipedia and stuff have have blacking out for today. They're saying it's very immature, but I don't think it's immature at all, though. I think it's... They're trying to Who is saying uh, this? uh, I don't know. I've been reading some websites about people who have been criticism of it, like... Are these... Just curious. Are the people critiquing this claiming they're against SOPA, too? Or are they... Absurd! Yes, it's absolutely absurd. So, how would they? How would they propose? While they're criticizing people for the actions that they're taking, what would they propose as a as an alternative? What Good are they question. doing their own? What are they doing on their own? They're, that, apparently, that's they're what bitching I would want to know. Right. Apparently, they're bitching they're saying, about because anybody can doing. do that. Right. 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 They're saying things like people should be calling up congressmen and protesting on the streets, but this blackouting is, is a form of protesting because what congressmen and politicians don't use Google or Wikipedia. Well, I know that? that for a fact, when I went to Wikipedia last night, because I was checking some of these sites at like one in the morning to see who had flipped and uh, Wikipedia had done so at that time. And there was a link where you'd put in your zip code and they'd give you your congressional information. So, I mean, the, <laughs> you know, the whole point of this is to get people to contact these Congress people. That's what a lot of these people are pointing people towards. So it's just absolutely ludicrous. And as far as it being a childish tactic, well, no, this is a brilliant publicity stunt. It's, right. It's this huge. I mean, for Wikipedia and Google and these other sites to drastically change the view, the way their their site looks. and for, I wish more purpose, people had done it. Right. For myself. the purpose of drawing attention to an issue tremendous publicity is coming out of this and people who are otherwise completely oblivious to news and what's going on in the world will be unable to avoid this today did you know they can just shut down the internet more coming up here that's news to me tell me about that in a moment more on the way it's free talk live BigHitPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis head in interplanetary space. Phoenix Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigHitPress.com. This is 
Free Talk Live, and the toll-free number is here for you to dial in and bring up whatever you want at 855-453-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And Mark, tell me about SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable for other businesses. If you're having trouble with accounts receivable, SACL CAI can help you with that. If it's a if it's a chore, if it's a vexing task for you, they can do it. Uh, SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top one on the right-hand side of the page. The principal over there, Jason Osborne, big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live, SACL CAI. All right, so we continue here, 855-450-FREE. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The BBS is there. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. It is essentially our bulletin board system. Also, you'll find show notes posted there. Uh, Whatever we're talking about on the air typically ends up on the BBS over at bbs.freetalklive.com. SOPA in the news, big time, as it should be, considering it is very conspicuous today. If you happen to be online, there's a good chance you've encountered some sort of blacking out, perhaps. The logo of Google, you may have noticed, is a big black censored kind of bar. Uh, Also, the uh, Wikipedia has been blacked out entirely, almost. There are workarounds, from what I understand. Uh, If you apparently, like within moments, the the geeks had figured out workarounds. I'm sure. And so apparently if you want to avoid the blackout of Wikipedia, you can turn off JavaScript uh, and that will solve the problem. And there are other ways. I'm not sure what that is. There are other ways to do it as well. Uh, But tomorrow, probably everything will be back to the way it was. And hopefully a whole bunch of people were able to learn about SOPA today, the stop, so-called Stop Online Piracy Act or something like that, and learn about this and maybe take action about it and inform these senator types and rep- so-called representatives uh, that people are none too happy with this. Now, of course, don't be under the delusion that all of this effort is going to actually work uh, because, you know, with the TARP bailouts or whatever, with the various different bailouts that happened in the past, the, the the turnout of people was tremendous uh, in opposition to the bailouts and like it was like 90 percent or something people calling these congressional offices complaining about this saying hey don't do this it's a really bad idea i'd appreciate you not doing this uh they went ahead and did it anyway now well, reports, that doesn't mean that it won't work this time i, mean, I didn't say that it wouldn't work you said just don't saying, be under the be delusion surprised. that this will work right don't be surprised if it doesn't work out uh, and certainly don't be surprised if they try to pull a fast one and they say uh, publicly, all right, you've convinced us. We're going to go ahead and shelve this thing. We're not going to bring the uh, SOPA is dead. It's over. And then a couple weeks later or a few weeks later, it quietly is all it's inserted. Sl- slipped in on some other bill. Into right. the Defense Authorization Act of 2012 or something like that. Some other bill like the Protect Children Act of 2012. You know, they'll they'll have some bill with flowery language that uh, makes it sound like, my God, how could anyone be opposed to protecting children? And pass it three days before Christmas. That's that another kind good move of thing. too. Yeah. yeah, or in the middle of ni- the night or whatever. So... You can't trust these people to do the right thing at any point. But at all that said, it's good that the publicity is happening. It's good that people are talking about this. And it's good that government is seen as the bad guy. Again, that government is looked, uh, looked upon as being the oppressor of freedom, that they're out there you know, constantly coming up with new ways to crack down on people's freedom of speech, especially online in this particular case. Got to justify their jobs, I guess, by getting up into my business. 
more people need to hear about this, and that's what today is working for. So I support uh, the blackouts. I think it's a, it's a great idea. Uh, so I can't see why anybody would critique, just besides the fact that everyone's a critic, right? You know, they they say well, it's annoying. A I'll tell you that. I mean, I wanted to look something up on, uh, on Wikipedia. Wikipedia today, and mm-hmm. I didn't know how to get around it. Um, you, That's you know, the point. It's I supposed support, to annoy you. I was, uh, you know, I wasn't annoyed in the sense that I'm annoyed at Wikipedia. I was annoyed that, gosh, I wanted to do this and right. I wasn't able to. But look at I, how reliant I support you are. The cause. Right. So it's. But I mean, that, if you don't care about the cause. Then you're going to blame Wikipedia for this. Ah, this free service is supposed right. to be out here for free to provide right. me with free service because <laughs> I am an internet user and I got rights. I deserve this. <laughs> you know, no, this is a great. If you're is, your average moron who's making, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know who's making these critiques, but you know, some of these people are upset, and and it's because they haven't engaged their brains. Yeah, uh, well, it's a lot easier to uh, critique than it is to do. Right. I, w- I would agree with that, and that's my question to the caller or to anyone who has a criticism of this: is, is what are, what are you doing instead of throwing rocks? I don't believe the caller had the critique. I think he was just relaying to us. Thank uh, you some for clarifying. Critiques. I did mis- misspeak. But yeah, it is really easy to critique things you don't like, but it's a whole lot harder to go and create your own website or create a movement or you know do some sort of outreach or you know fill in the blank of action. One eight five five four fifty free the SACL CAI toll free line. Adam is in Canada. Adam, you're on Free Talk Live with the Anemian Mark. Adam in Canada. For anybody listening who might think that sofa's perhaps not so much a big deal, people may say to themselves, "We might need control over the internet so people don't learn to say build bombs." But sofa's much more than that. Am I with you? Yep, right yes. here listening to you telling us the what is it. with SOPA is that it's going to impose a set of regulations that will be much similar to the network of television stations. It's going to turn uh, competition on the Internet into much something that's sim- uh, regulated and lobbied for in much similar fashion, and it's going to impose all the necessary uh, restrictions that are going to be there to enforce it. So competing with uh, Fox.com will be as difficult as your public access show, say, Wayne's World, competing with the uh, local MTV or... The local Fox channels, so I mean, it'll be it'll be like turning back to 1985. Basically, your computer will be nothing but a combination phone slash TV slash Xbox, and that's just the way they want it. Yeah, um, you know, if you do support regulation of the internet, and I think that the that the United States government uh, regulating the internet, um, you know, is is a terrible idea. If you are going to regulate the internet, you certainly don't want the government to do it because it's an inefficient organization, and it's uh, you know all kinds of people are going to lobby for what they want. But even if you're for regulation of the internet. You, this this bill is bad. I mean, <laughs> this bill is terrible for that. I, I don't understand why we need it. I, I, I don't either. I, I we just, don't. Well, we, the, we. The Motion Picture Association, the Recording Industry Association, these industry groups, these old dinosaur groups that are protecting the old way of doing business, old big media, uh, these are the people who are lobbying for this. These are the ones who want it. And not only them, of course, but also the government people themselves and those who would like to control uh, social content and, uh, you know, and ideas. You know, they're well, using this. Is something this... every megalomaniacal corporate entity can benefit from. 
Indeed, That's those true. and of course those folks are the ones that are connected and politically, uh, you know, active, and so they're the ones pushing for this. They believe it's going to. I don't know. Do they really believe it's going to stop piracy? I don't know what they really believe about it, but maybe they think it will stop piracy. Well, it strikes me like the war on drugs. I mean, do you really think you're going to shut down anonymous? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. I don't think you so. Anyone say that they might rebuild the internet? You know, we have the geeks, we have the time, we can rebuild it, but. That would be almost like taking us back to 1991 again. It's Which really was not such a bad us. year, really. <laughs> I mean, now we have more RAM and total bigger hard drives, and we, we can rock this right now. Let's do it. Adam, anything else you want to share tonight? Thanks, Ian. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing <laughs> from you. Here. And he's from Canada, so I mean, people internationally are concerned about this. One eight five five four fifty three. Because if you look at what Australia has done, they have a blacklist, and it has expanded, as I understand it. So yeah, they, uh, all kinds of ridiculous things that they propose there, including uh, uh, you know porn with uh, w- women with small breasts is uh, you know child porn. I mean, it's crazy. Oh man, that's right. I remember that one. And the, yeah, they're they're literally trying to prevent that stuff from coming into the country via the internet. And so that's who really benefits from this. I mean, if you look at who benefits, it's the people in the positions of power. I don't think anybody has any doubts at this point. Do they really? Well, some people are critiquing this, apparently, yeah. so whatever. I suppose. I just, yeah. really so. reminds me, every now and again, I read an article in the newspaper in, in New Hampshire about libraries that are struggling with, with porn in libraries, and with people coming in to use public computers on public property and downloading porn. porn. Yeah. Downloading um, it? Does anybody download down, it? I don't, I, look at it? Whatever you do with it, Mark. Okay. Right. I, I don't know. Look it up on the web mm-hmm. during the break. Let me know. We'll come back right, with more in a moment at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you want. This is Free Talk Live. From filmmaker A.I. Wintermute comes the feature-length documentary, Liberty in Our Lifetime. It chronicles the real-life activists who have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and the many ways in which they seek to live free. But he needs your help to get this important story off the ground. Visit LibertyDocumentary.com, watch the trailer, and find out how you can help bring this film to life. That's LibertyDocumentary.com. Talk Live, you're invited to dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line is available for you. Bring up anything you want. That's why it's called Free Talk Live. You're free to talk about whatever you want, and we'll, we're live every night of the week. And I mean that, every night of the whole week, all seven nights we do this thing, over at freetalklive.com. And of course, you can support the show if you would like. Perhaps you appreciate Free Talk Live and would like to put a little bit of money behind us. You can become an amplifier for $3 per month. We'll take that money in, invest it in the program, get on more radio stations around the country, and bring more internet listeners on board as well. Uh, Once again, go to... uh, amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up there with any major credit card through PayPal. Also, you can use some alternative options, amp.freetalklive.com. And from what I understand, there's some some nice changes coming to the AMP program, some redesigns, make it easier to use uh, than ever before. So I'm looking forward to talking more about that as we approach that. But the system is there for you now, and you can get signed up right now today at amp.freetalklive.com. And it makes a big difference for us. And you get some perks like the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only uh, forum, podcast, and more. Once again, it's amp.freetalklive.com. 
if you're anything like me, you have a difficult time setting aside time to read books anymore. Um, you know, I mean, life is just fast paced and there's lots of instances where you can enjoy an audio book, get the reading in that you want. And, um, you know, you, you won't be behind in the in so many ways. There's lots of uh, different uh, things you can do during the workout, during the drive uh, to the commute to work, whether it's on uh, public transportation or in your car, out gardening, doing things in the yard, whatever it is. You know, sometimes just while you do your work, you can listen to audio books. Um, I've done that myself. And the uh, audio, excuse me, <clears throat> Audible has, uh, audible.com has, uh, they're the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information entertainment. They've got all the categories over there that, uh, you know, bookstores would have. I'm looking right now at the uh, science fiction section. I see books by Terry Pratchett, Jim Butcher, J.R.R. Tolkien, Neil Gaiman, uh, Diana Gabaland, and uh, J. L. Ron Hubbard. You know, anything you want. They've got it over there. More than 100,000 titles. And you can get a free one from audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. Go to that URL, audiblepodcast.com slash FTL, and you can get a free audio book. All you have to do is, uh, you know, you'll have to enter in some information in order to uh, get it, I guess, to make sure that you're not getting, uh, you know, just keep on doing it every month or something like that. Um, and it's audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. All right, so uh, we'll continue here talking about SOPA a little bit more because it's obviously big news today as websites like Google and Wikipedia, two of the most trafficked sites in the world, have blacked out uh, to some extent today. So you can go and see those sites and see exactly what I mean by that. But Ars Technica has been reporting on SOPA throughout the day today. And here's a post that is uh, fresh as of this afternoon called, Without DNS provisions, SOPA and PIPA remain fatally flawed. The special interests behind the Stop Online Piracy Act and Protect IP Act are in full retreat, throwing the bill's most controversial provisions overboard in a desperate attempt to stop the entire bill from sinking. Realizing that proposals to create a DNS-based blacklisting scheme had become politically radioactive, just to translate uh, the tech speak here, DNS-based uh, blacklisting scheme. That's where the federal government would force DNS providers to maintain a list of federally government blacklisted websites and when it, what a DNS provider is is basically your internet service provider uh, for the most part. There are alternatives like OpenDNS which is what we use here at the uh, the LRN.FM studios so you can have alternative DNS but ultimately DNS is like the phone book of the internet. When you punch in a, a website like freetalklive.com before you get to the site, it only takes a brief fraction of a second but before you actually end up getting to our site your computer talks to the dns server and says hey i'm looking for freetalklive.com where will i find it and the dns server says you'll find it at 179.6 and it'll go through, it goes through the ip address for mm -hmm. the computer and then the computer knows exactly where to go to find the website it goes to that place hopefully we'll find the site it's looking for and you'll you'll get on the site so essentially the federal government is was with the the dns provision saying that uh, dns providers would have to take a request for say freetalklive.com and oh sorry we checked that against our blacklist and mommy government says you can't go there yeah this is the same government that has blacklists for flying where um or um, terrorist watch lists where if you once you get on how do you get off uh, they would uh, mm, they populated question. these lists with people's names that i mean you know if, if one guy's name is john smith 
they would just put another guy's name, you know, just everybody named John Smith couldn't fly. Yep, obviously. you're immediately under suspicion. Uh, you know, so, I mean, this is, the, it's, <laughs> I don't trust the government to keep this list. So I just wanted to explain that. So they claim that that's now become politically radioactive and the bill's sponsors have pledged to drop those provisions. Of course, we all know what happens when politicians pledge to do things, right? Yeah. Uh, we, so know, we know they're lying. Their lips are moving. Right. Don't trust them when they're pledging to do those things. Uh, on Tuesday, even the MPAA declared DNS filtering was off the table for this year's legislation. But what about next year? So with the DNS blocking provisions dead, supposedly, are today's protests much ado about nothing? Well, not by a long shot, says Ars Technica. While the DNS language posed the gravest danger to free speech online, the bills are full of provisions that trample free speech, due process, and other online innovation. It's hard to know exactly what will be in the final version of these bills, since they're still due for several rounds of debate and amendment before they could reach the desk of Obama for a signature. But the latest versions of the bill we could get our hands on that, according to, let's see, I guess one of them, PIPA, was the Senate one that came out in May, and the SOPA from December, which is the manager's amendment version, shows a number of remaining problems both PIPA and SOPA feature inadequate judicial oversight, allowing injunctions to be granted after a single one-sided court hearing. Both give the power to seek injunctions not only to the attorney genital, but also to private copyright holders. And SOPA have a, has a provision, not included in PIPA, that would make unauthorized streaming of copyrighted content a felony, published uh, punishable rather by up to 10 years in prison. So if I take an AP feed off of the AP website and rebroadcast it, say, on Free Talk Live, that would technically be, I would imagine, an unauthorized streaming of copyrighted content. And so, boom, felony charges. Mention news. Spark is very much the same. Source source yourself. I I think the the comment, short, sweet, to the point, this is why I love the guys at Fark. it says, while SOPA might be almost dead... Is not quite all the way there, and under various drafts of both of these bills, FARC could have its DNS assignment, as Ian was explaining, um, revoked without notice, simply for linking to content. That's right. That's it. And there's also the issues uh, that I think were brought up in this of uh, the comments being subject to regulation as well, where if you have users posting copyrighted content as your comment for as their comment on your web yeah. blog or uh, your users forum, you've got to police instance, your own website. Yeah, that you're responsible somehow for every single user's comment. Uh, but going on here, due process. It's like, it's like saying that a, that a restaurant's uh, responsible for people writing on its bathroom wall. Yeah. Due process. Hey, you put the wall up. Supreme Court has ruled that the First Amendment prohibits prior restraint, limiting access to speech before a court has provided due process to the defendant. In particular, as a letter signed by dozens of new law professors pointed out, speakers are entitled to tell their own side of the story to the judge before their content is taken down. And if a defendant loses, he's typically given the opportunity to exhaust his appeals before his speech is censored. The sponsors of SOPA and PIPA appear to have ignored these concerns. Both bills show the attorney genital to or allow, rather, the attorney general, and in some cases private parties, to take down or request a takedown of an overseas website based on the legal fiction that the website, rather than its owner, is the defendant. Because a website owner isn't technically a party to the case, the judge can issue an injunction before he has even heard the defendant's side of the case. So it sounds like they're almost doing one of those... Well, it sounds like they're doing one of those drug war things where they can charge money with a, cr- a criminal act. Well, we're we're just taking this, uh, uh, you know, out against the website. So, just the website. Yeah, it's weird. That's that's my understanding of that. I'm certainly no legal scholar here. 
According to the news story, the judge can issue the injunction before the defendant's even been heard, and the attorney genital can have the target website cut off from access to search engines, advertising networks, and credit card payments. Website owners can intervene to overturn an injunction, but the bill envisions this adversarial process happening after the injunction has been issued, and the site has already been removed from search engines and has its funding cut off. Great. That's that's going to be good for your site. Right, because, you know, all kinds of websites can afford lawyers, right? Oh, wait, no. No, I, I don't think I could afford a, a lawyer to do this kind of litigating with the federal government. If you have your cash taken in a war on drugs raid, if your car's pulled over and you've got you know $20,000 because you're moving your house or something like that or whatever, you're moving from one point to another and you need to transfer some cash, they take that cash from you, they charge the cash with a crime, and then the burden of proof is on you to prove it wasn't drug-related cash and fight them tooth and nail within their own court system with their rules you know, stacked against you oh, yeah, to somehow try to get your cash back. Spend, you know, buy, get the lawyer and spend all the money to do it. And uh, you know, it's, it's, not like, it's not like they pay for your great defense. I mean, you're, you're not getting uh, Johnny Cochran on your side uh, because, well, you know, you, they took your money. See how this can already burden free or to see how this idea is already burdening free speech. Uh, they're going to look at a case that has already happened. So even without SOPA and PIPA being passed, we can explain to you what is already going on out there. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at SpendBitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via SpendBitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.SpendBitcoins.com. Once again, that's SpendBitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we're here to take your calls about whatever you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-453, SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have waiting for you there. You can actually go and interact with the site by creating the content for it. You find something online you think is interesting. And you want our other listeners to be aware of it, you just submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. It will appear in the upcoming stories queue, as it is called, where others will be able to see them, see different stories, and then vote on the ones they like, vote against the ones they dislike. And, of course, the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website, freetalklive.com. So do head over there and get interactive. More coming up on SOPA, the so-called Stop Online Piracy Act. And exactly what it entails, even as it is being modified. Due, yeah, right. Due it's to, hard to say. It's a moving target. Right. Due to the uh, the mass protests that are going on, digitally at least, uh, Google and Wikipedia and other websites have put up blackouts today. Google's logo is blacked out, but Google itself is still functioning. Uh, Wikipedia, the entire site is uh, is being blacked out. 
when you try to search for something, it will come up with a blackout page giving you the opportunity to uh, learn who your so-called representatives are. You can contact them in regards to this issue. Uh, but the issue is essentially censorship of the Internet and total control by the government, control of Internet service providers, access to websites being restricted, blacklisted, etc. And it's pretty scary stuff. So we'll talk more about that. Plus, coming up, uh, condom use has been mandated out in Los Angeles. We'll talk to you uh, about that and what What? it means in pornography. It has been mandated. Uh, Also, a very disturbing protest ordinance coming out in Chicago as well, which uh, people need to know about. 855-453-FREE is the number here. We go to your calls first. And let's talk to Jerry listening in Atlanta. Jerry, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, hey, how you doing? Um, Yeah, I really wanted to talk about this whole Newt Gingrich and this whole, um, like, debate that he has spurred within America. It seems like uh, there's just a big, um, you know, problem with race still in America. And although Newt Gingrich has said out of his own mouth that more white people are on um, welfare than black people, it seems like black people have owned the comments as far as taking that he was talking, uh, speaking directly to um, black people. And um, I just feel that it's very unfortunate that we're in 2012 and we still have this divisive uh, kind of rhetoric going on today um, that, you know, people are, um, you know, insensitive. You know, and here in Atlanta we had a situation where a teacher just quit after you know, putting together tests for a third grader about, you know, how many uh, beatings did Frederick have, how many beatings would Frederick have if he got, you know, beat twice a week, you know, twice a day for a week, you know. And it just seems like there's just an air of insensitivity. There's an air of um, almost arrogance on the part of some people. And I'm not, um, you know, just bashing Republicans, but I'm just um, bashing people in their, you know, their their uh, inability to really uh, go what the founding fathers um, wanted us to be, and, and that's a melting pot. It wasn't all about, you know, um, expel- you know, the founding fathers came out over here because they were um, persecuted and, and wanted to, you know, be free to explore their differences. So I don't understand why today there's such a, if you're not my way, then you're not right mentality for people. Yeah. I, you know, I, I share your frustrations. We were talking about this the other night where until people get over the idea that it's okay to try to control others, that, that somehow if you just pass the right laws and use enough force against uh, peaceful people, that you'll be able to mold the world to your uh, exactly. your vision of how people should be. Exactly. And it's that exactly. is, it is that belief that it's okay to use force against peaceful people to try to change them. Well, let's, let's change them gay folk into straight folk or whatever, you know, whatever it is, these crusaders. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I tell you, my views are that I I'm, I feel myself as I'm a black man, and I'm uh, what I feel a conservative. You know, I I believe in the sanctity of marriage. I believe in um, you know, uh, you know, all those conservative points. But at the same time, I'm not out there trying to change people. I don't think it's my right or my God given, you know, to say, hey, you shouldn't have an abortion, or I should legislate what you do with your body. Well, now, the thing I people would try don't... and legislate that, okay, well, since women can have abortion, then I believe that men should be able to walk away, although I'm a good parent and I believe in being a good parent. So I do believe there's some ways you can legislate 
kind of morality issues if you're on the other end of that belief in, in, in morality. And then that has already been kind of like the persuasive way that people have been thinking. But it, that the venomous, the you know, we're all American. I remember 2011. Well, it's, to me, it's never okay to – I don't know what – maybe you know, I don't know – uh, maybe, uh, Jerry, I'm not understanding what you were saying. Being able to see how people came together as America. That's the America that I love. Jerry. Uh, you know, after Katrina. Jerry. That's the America I love. This America right here makes me want to go to China. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, but I'm, I guess I'm a little confused about, you know, where you were saying uh, essentially that you can legislate morality. What were you saying there? Oh, I was just saying that, um, you know, I'm not a big, like, say, if there's already legislation for morality, like, say, I do not believe in abortion. So, you know, if there was a bill that came up and said that men would be able to opt out, just like right now I feel that women have a choice. After the conception, women have a choice. Their choice is that they can carry the baby full term or they can have an abortion. So I feel if we're really trying to be fair, then why not men can, can opt out? And what I was saying about that is that, you know, I, I, I'm a great parent. I have three beautiful girls. I love them to death. I believe in parents. I believe in marriage. I believe in all that. But there's some areas that, well, if, if some people feel that, you know, they want to go ahead and have an abortion, then why not have men have the ability to opt out also? Because right now it's not fair for men if they're not able to opt out. After I get what you're saying there. Uh, I, I, why I'm gonna are women s- able to go ahead and kill their babies? Hey, well, there's I- some things where... I, I'm going to speak to this. Actually, there have been a couple shows that we've done on this, and and you do have the option of opting out by not having sex with people who would have an abortion if they became pregnant. But it's not but it's I, not fair I and it's not equal. What you're saying, but at the point of conception, like say you both took a, a a jump into that point of conception. After that point, there's two different things that a woman can do. She can continue and have the baby and she can have an abortion. I think you're There's waiting no to make your decisions a little late in the game there. I, I, I just need to say that. But, the law, but you're well, supposed to be equal why, under the why law. Is it, why do women get the choice? Why is it not late for in the game for them? Why, I, why I think I understand where he's coming from. And I don't want kids to be uh, killed. I don't, I'm against murdering uh, unborn kids. I'm against it. But what I'm saying, though, there's inequality in that. And it's just, to me, it's pretty simple to see. There's no choice for men, and women get two choices. Yeah, I get you. I totally understand where you're coming from, but I also get where Nemi's coming from. I don't think I don't think either of you are necessarily wrong on it. I get where Nemi's coming from. Like, you've got to take responsibility, ultimately. Like, in the world in which we live, the man doesn't have that choice. Well, if we're going to take uh, responsibility, the then it, women should take responsibility for having sex and take their, uh, take their child to term. Well, I think, I think, I think people do... I am responsible. <laughs> I'm responsible, Mark, and and I made my decisions way before this little moment of contraception. You know, I, and I think that's where where your choice is. I mean, when you're when you're crossing the bridge and the the eggs already in there, buns in the oven, right. you roll the dice. The horse is out of the barn. You know what the consequences. You know, are. if you want to have kids <laughs> as the caller then I would suggest you seek out mates who want to have children. If you're a person who doesn't want to have kids, I would suggest seeking out someone who doesn't want to have kids. Instead of just maybe randomly and, having and sex right. with people. When you right. talk about legislation, though, you're not talking about usually something that you're, you're, you're living in. Because, again, I'm a married man. I'm happily married. I have beautiful kids. My wife stays at home and raises them. I, I'm living a great life. But I'm talking about for people out there, who I feel that this would impact is the woman, like you said. Uh, There's no doubt the, the system the, is incredibly the biased. Where you're going to 
think about it. And, and some people are not going to think about it unless they have that in front of them. Yeah, Jerry, you know, there's no doubt that the system is incredibly biased uh, against men in, you know, this uh, in the custody world, in marriage, divorce, etc. Uh, just ran into some uh, gentleman today who is just being abused left and right by the, uh, you know, the, the, the family courts, etc. And I thank you for the call tonight. I think it's been a good conversation. I appreciate hearing from you. At 855-453, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Free Talk Live. Hello, my friends, and welcome to a 30-second edition of Verbal Surgery. I'm your verbal surgeon, Tim A. Cummins, here to radiate your brain for maximum gain. And let me tell you, my friends, get on to the verbalsurgery.com train. Come check it out. Listen to this podcast, and you will feel better right now because you are awesome. Looking forward to seeing you at verbalsurgery.com. Take it easy, baby. Awesome. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. All you have to do, dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That is 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, we've got a lot of features there. M, as in mobile.freetalklive.com, will take you to our mobile site where you'll get quick access to our live streams and the podcast. M, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. You've got insurance for your family as far as uh, fires and cars and life and all those other things go. You need insurance in the area of disasters, whether it's uh, you know some unemployment or uh, food shortages. I mean, there's food shortages going on all over the world. Natural disasters, uh, you know, inflation, whatever the reason that you might have trouble feeding your family in the future. For me, the big concern is natural disasters, but uh, you know, other people have other concerns. Uh, WiseFoodStorage.com makes it easy for you, really easy. They have the some of the best made uh, storable food on the internet. Uh, their food contains meat. So many of them don't. Uh, it's uh, freeze-dried in some way that uh, they're able to do it. It's, they're put in metal mylar pouches that you can uh, just add the water to. So they you it, prepare them right in the pouch. You don't need pots so and pans. So easy for a lazy person like me. Well, I mean, you know, also... <laughs> I love it. One, one might assume that, uh, you know, in a disaster, maybe you can't... Maybe you don't have pots and pans and things like that mm. to prepare with. You or know, maybe, maybe you'd you rather do. not wash them or go through whatever that process is. That, too. Is. I mean, you know, it just makes it a lot easier. Uh, they have a 25-year shelf life... They come in plastic totes that stack up nicely in the the garage or mm-hmm. uh, in the basement, wherever you need them to. And you can get a free one to try. Just get a free one and see what it's like. Um, use coupon code FTL. Actually, when you go get the free one, there's a pull-down menu, and you can mention uh, radio, free talk live. But um, – when you go to order, use coupon code FTL for no cost shipping on any order. And these are big. I mean, as you can imagine, it's, you know, these plastic totes, they're big. It's nice to have the free shipping. I can only imagine how much more that would be. It's wisefoodstorage.com, 855-FOODWISE. It's wisefoodstorage.com, 855-FOODWISE. Promo code FTL for a free sample, free shipping on any order. It's peace of mind, the greatest gift you can give the ones you love. All right, so let's continue with you and your thoughts. We can talk more about SOPA coming up, a crazy new protest law in Chicago. Many things on the table tonight, but your calls come first. Let's go to Ronnie listening in Hotlanta to WAOK. Hello, Ronnie. You're on Free Talk Live. 
Hi, how you doing today, sir? Hey, well, are you listening to the Rob Renning show tonight? Is that uh, what you were trying to call? Yeah, but I'll talk to you. Okay, okay. cool. Well, we'll talk to you too, man, because we'll take calls from anybody uh, about anything. Uh, Rob Redding's another show for our listeners that don't know on the, the same network we're on, uh, on the Genesis Communications Network. He does a news review show, and uh, his show appears on a lot of stations uh, around the country. It's just that we share phone lines, and because his show time is delayed in Atlanta, some people call his, his number, and they end up on Free Talk They think live. it's a live show. Yeah. Well, we're live, so here we are. Go ahead, Ronnie. Okay, listen, I, you know, I've been listening to the different radio talk shows referencing the food stamps, people uh, accepting food stamps that don't really want to work. And uh, I say to myself, you know, how could that possibly be? Those people must be ignorant that would say something like that because food stamps don't pay no rent. That only buys food. So to make the statement that people that t- accept food stamps rather than work is crazy. That is totally insane. You know, in the first place, I, this reminds me, I'm 63 years old. This reminds me of the 50s and 60s. This didn't happen all the way up from the 70s and 80s. was kind of quiet. Nobody really said too much about race and black and white until Obama started running. And then the racist white Americans came out from wherever they were hiding you know, basically, I'm beginning to think this is the Ku Klux Klan that's coming out all of a sudden. Well, you know, how many? So, I don't know how, how many white Americans. How, what, as a percentage, how many white Americans do you think are racist? Thirty percent. Thirty. Thirty percent Americans. Seems white. high to me. I lived here all my life. Well, it, I mean, you know, one geographic area, it's difficult to tell one way or the other. But I mean, it seems high to me. I just, um, you know, I think that when it when you're talking high to you, sir, because you're white. Oh, and you don't you're making an assumption. I, I don't. Well, Mark, didn't you used I, to be racist? I, I claim not to have a uh, a race. So, um, didn't, but you know, didn't you but used I understand to be racist? I, I did used to be a racist. Okay, sure. so that would be like if you used to be the mark you used to be, then that would be one out of three people here in the in the. But room. I'm not. So right, you're not anymore. Now we're talking about zero out of three. Um, but I'm not I, calling any one of y'all no, racist. I'm he's just not. saying that thirty percent of American whites are racist. Yeah, that's that you was know, the claim. and the reason I know this is because I'm sixty three. So I can see the difference. Most of the people that call the talk shows are older people. They're 50 years and older. And they, you can tell in their voice that they're racist. The Republicans call people names all day long. They call them Democrats and liberals, socialists and, and, and Marxists and communists. You know, that's crazy. Just because we have different views than a conservative Republican, then we got to be Marxists or con- uh, con- they think they, Obama's trying to destroy America. Come on, man. That, that's totally a lie. I Even can... the oil pipeline that you're talking about, uh, that first of all, that's Canadian oil, and it's going to Texas. Well, first of all, we're going on a whole bunch of different topics market. here, so let's, let's keep focused on, on one topic for a moment. I, I can relate okay. on, on um, the, the personal experience issue, and I relate on the terms of atheism, and, and I would offer that in a kind of tongue-in-cheek um, just as an as an offering um, that people, if they don't know what they're talking about, they, they tend to just kind of say what they think and they're not always right or it's not always the right thing to say. I, I know that um, people, I'm thinking politi- politically, the political speakers that I've seen recently speaking about atheists, you would think that I, I am a mass murderer because I do not have right. a personal faith in a deity. And I, and I really equate that to racism that I've seen in my life. 
And I think it's, of course, it's unfortunate, but I I also think that at least in my lifetime, and I would hope the same would be true for you, that that number has come down to 30 over the course of your life. And I I think 30 percent. Yeah, I think collectively as a society, as time is moving on, I think we are making progress. Definitely not there yet. Yeah, I think it's also ironic when Republicans uh, call other people socialists when they are as socialist as many of the people that they are calling socialists. They're very, uh, very in favor of government uh, wealth redistribution to corporations and the military industrial complex and uh, and other socialist slash fascist policies. So, I mean, they they deserve to be, you know, have some uh, some names called. But, you know, if it's if it's a true label, then it's not really name calling. Right. Then it's an accurate statement. So if I call a Republican or a Democrat a socialist and they support socialism, then that's not name calling. That's just tr- telling the truth, isn't it? Well, to some degree, it's 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 right. See, the, the, the reason that they call us socialists, uh, because I consider myself a uh, liberal, the reason they call us socialists is because. Uh, we want to, a fairness, and see the fairness that we're asking for in the occupied land and all those people. What they're really saying is that years ago, the the difference between an executive and a paid worker was twenty five percent. The work the paid the executive top man made twenty five percent more. Nowadays it's four hundred percent, but the worker hasn't went up. Why? Why is that? Well, I think it depends on the company, right? It depends where you work. But uh, I can see the frustration that people have. My my suggestion would be that we find ways to to uh, you know to help people that are voluntary, that are consensual, that don't involve force. And if you want, we can talk more about that here. Uh, Ronnie, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And by the way, again, you can find us at freetalklive.com. Don't hesitate to call us again. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. If they threaten you in your home, you can try to escape their tentacles by packing the car, leaving your house and much you've worked for, and hope to cross their borders. But if you lived on a boat, you weigh anchor and sail away. Not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. You can be involved for $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. The toll-free number for you, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And joining you tonight, it's Ian here. Nemi's here. Nemi is here. She's busy. <laughs> what are you doing over there, Nemi? I'm... I'm tired, Ian. Oh, it's been a long day. The brain is been. just, I'm sorry. I'm we sorry. I'm not on the ball. all day long today, and it will drain you sitting in a courtroom all day long. It is just awful. I just had a great dinner, and I, my brain just, just checked out, Ian. I'm so sorry. But you are here, and I am. Uh, to some extent, and we appreciate it. So thanks for coming out. By the way, thanks you, for having uh, me. you've got a website now, Shire Free Press. That's right, ShireFreePress.com. Is there, is there fresh content up there as of uh, recently? There will be tonight. Oh, good. Because cool. there's no no rest for the wicked. <laughs> You'll probably be up till four <laughs> uh, if I know you. All right, so uh, we'll take your calls about anything at 855-450-FREE. The Free State Project is one of the sponsors of this program, and they put on the Liberty Forum every year, thereabouts. Uh, in February 23rd through the 26th is when it's going to be this year. And if you love liberty, you should be there because liberty-minded people will be there in the hundreds. Uh, lots of names you might have heard of, like jo- uh, Jody Emery from Cannabis Culture Magazine, Peter Schiff, the uh, infamous uh, investment advisor. 
Prax Girl, who's got a very popular YouTube channel, uh, as well as many others. So you can go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum to learn more about the event and who all will be speaking. But for me, it's about uh, the networking that goes on between the the hundreds of attendees, many of whom are like uh, Mark and myself, who've made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Some of whom are like Nemi, who are New Hampshire natives or perhaps longtime New Hampshire uh, inhabitants, people who've been here since before the Free State Project. Others are those who are considering a move to New Hampshire or maybe who've already committed to move but just haven't been able to actually make the move yet. It's a great crowd of uh, people and one that you deserve to uh, to know and get to know because if you're thinking about moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, if you're one of those who loves liberty so much that you're willing to actually pick up your life and move around other people who've done the same, then uh, you need to come to this event to get an idea of who your future neighbors are going to be. Absolutely. So go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum to learn more about the event. Uh, the event. You can get signed up there and use our coupon code FTL2012 to save 10% off the already very affordable prices at Free stateproject.org slash liberty forum coupon code is ftl 2012 we go back to your phone calls here but real quick uh for our last caller that we had on the line listening uh, down in atlanta just wanted to point out that uh socialism when somebody is is attacking another person for being a socialist if it's a true statement then that's one thing if it's not true then obviously that's that's name calling but if somebody actually does support the forced redistribution of wealth, then that is a generally socialist concept. And, sta- and state ownership of the means of production, I think, is another it's also uh, socialist, uh, socialist yeah. aspect. And, and the point I'd like to make on this is essentially every government model um, that we've experienced up to this point is socialism. I That's mean, if, true. If you look at democracy – Whether it's Republicans or Democrats if you look or at, right. Whigs or Tories. A republic, a democracy, uh, an autocracy, uh, you know, socialism itself, whatever you – you look at the state owns the means of production because it claims to own the land if you're paying property taxes you're paying them because the government will kick you off your land tell me what is the operable difference between rent and property taxes because i don't see there is in any difference to me property taxes indicate that you're renting your land from the state and therefore all of the things that you buy which, by the way, they claim to be able to charge you sales tax on. The labor that you put into those things, they can tax you on. So the government claims to own all your property, or at least own the transaction of, of, to purchase the property, to own your labor and to own your land. You're telling me that the government isn't a socialist organization? I think most socialists, like a lot of people who advocate for uh, things that are immoral, have good intentions. And so the immorality is to force people into your little program of your your grand scheme of who should get what and how things should be distributed over here, over there. We were talking earlier with another caller about how some people want to force their morality upon people, uh, you know, through social uh, restrictions and laws and such. Like, uh, you know, now they're in L.A., they're going to force porn, uh, porn actors to wear condoms. But, you know, some people want to force their morality on people and others would like to fo- force their view of who should you know get what which is also another kind of moral view i guess like you know that people should give money to charity right that's a good idea let's help people that are in need of help but when you take the uh, the volition out of it when you take the virtue out of it by forcing people to give money to an organization that redistributes uh, wealth you've you become it's become a bankrupt action yeah some organization is getting money and yeah they may be giving it to some people that that could use some assistance but if you've forced people to participate in it, you've taken away all of the value from that interaction, from that action. And so all I would suggest to the socialist out there 
one who would one who would call themselves a socialist or one who would call themselves you know uh, one who supports wealth redistribution is find a way to do it voluntarily because you're not going to be able to create a perfect completely evenly wealth distributed world by force because force doesn't work it creates unintended consequences and it you'll never be able to in the same way that conservative uh, social conservatives will never be able to mold society in the way that they want a uh, social conservative who wants to ban war, you know drug use will never be successful at stopping people from altering their states of consciousness in the same way the the grand schemer who sees that everyone should have uh, an equality of income or that the boss should only make 25% more than uh, than the workers or whatever their vision is for how the world should be is as absurd as the social conservative saying that I want everyone to, to be a Christian. I mean, the, the, sorry, you don't get to, even with the threat of force, even with the threat of violence based on the, the idea of the state, you will never get to whatever this utopia is that you are expecting. So come up with voluntary means to help people. Come up with consensual ways to redistribute wealth. Come up with ideas that persuade people to join you in your efforts and if someone doesn't want to join you then allow them to have their life in the way that they want in the same way if that gay person doesn't want to turn into a straight person to make your church group happy that should be okay you can be all right if people are different if people make choices that are different from your choices it'll be all right 855-450 free so just let go of the violence and then we can get along so let's move on here to you and your thoughts. Uh, first, we'll go to Ken listening in New York. Ken, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nemi, and Mark. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Great, great, Ken. Go ahead with your thoughts. Um, I Actually, I called with a question originally, but I just wanted to make a quick comment. Uh, sure. You just touched on a uh, million amazing things right there. Um, sounds like you've been reading Murray Rothbard um, in terms of the free will of the act is what makes it moral. If it's not free will, it's not a moral act. I don't see how I, I mean. I don't see how one could even make a, uh, an argument against it. I mean, it seems like an obvious thing. Um, I have read uh, Rothbard recently, but um, you know, it, it wasn't well, that. It's, whole, it's, all, it's all a priori. I mean, it's it, it it's truth unto itself. But uh, yep. my question I was calling about was um, Ian seems to be quite familiar with a lot of the computer technical stuff, and I had a question about SOPA. Okay, sure. Um, Mozilla recently came out with a DSOPA add-on. I heard about that. How would that work um, in terms of preventing DNS, um, or I don't know if it's DNS errors or just the denial of service or whatever that is, and um, are there any safeguards to prevent individual internet service providers from simply invoking their own filter to go along with the SOPA regulations? I do not have the uh, the technical answers to those questions. I, I know more than the av- – I probably know more about tech than the average person does. I mean I can build my own computer from scratch. But I don't know all the ins and outs of exactly how everything works. I can tell you that uh, you know just based on a Google search, uh, Lifehacker.com reports about this DSOPA add-on. It uh, does say that if the bill passes, that this will somehow counter it. The extension lets you get through sites censored by DNS and lets you browse them by IP address instead. So essentially, I guess the idea would be that this DSOPA 
program or this add-on would have a list of the IP addresses of the sites that are being banned by SOPA, and therefore would you'd be able to manually kind of look up a website and uh, and go to it that way. Uh, but what I would suggest is that you can go online and find a great community over at the Free Talk Live BBS, and they might be able to answer your questions. Thanks, Ken. More coming up. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the Internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Talk Live, the toll-free number here for you to bring up any, uh, whatever you want, 855-453-SICKLE-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733, and here with you this evening, it's Ian, Nemi, and Mark. And you can visit us on our website at freetalklive.com. we got lots of features, including our webcam, which seems to be working less often. The damn software crashes every single day on me. But when it's working, it's free for you over at cam.freetalklive.com. Uh, that's cam.freetalklive.com. And by the way, if you want to post a better suggestion for a service provider over on our Facebook page, I'd be happy to hear them. We've, had, we've tried Stickam. We've tried Ustream. I've tried Livestream. We're on Livestream right now. And there's just problems with every single one of them. Maybe it's me, you know. Maybe, maybe it's my hardware or something that is just not. Uh, com- maybe because I built my own computer, it's just not working with these things. I don't know. Uh, but if you've got a better suggestion for a streaming service that you know isn't going to cost an arm and a leg, then uh, I'd, I'd be happy to hear it. Feel free to post that over at the Free Talk Live Facebook page at facebook.freetalklive.com. But you know, while while you are at it, you're welcome to go enjoy our cam over at cam.freetalklive.com. It usually is working, and it always is free. And there's always the chat room there. So whether or not the cam is online, you can always, of course, listen via our audio streams. Uh, that those things hardly ever go down. And the, of course, chat room is open 24/7, so it's always there for you. Cam.freetalklive.com. Uh, would you do it if it just cost an arm? Depends. Okay. Uh, you've probably been hearing about if it's the it's your arm, Mark. Then, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, now it's my it. arm. Now it's my <laughs> arm. You've been uh, hearing about the new digital currency known as Bitcoin. If you listen to Free Talk Live for any length of time, you certainly have. Obtaining them for some folks has been tricky until now. Crypto exchange is the fastest and safest way to buy and sell your Bitcoins. If you're totally clueless about the Bitcoin currency, they've got 24-hour customer service. Just visit their site. Click on the live support link at the top. I've done all this. I know that it's uh, they, they do make it fast and easy for you. You can see their banner at uh, posted at bitcoin.freetalklive.com. Again, it's bitcoin.freetalklive.com. The crypto exchange banner is right there at the top. We'll continue here and take your calls about what you want. Let's go to Richard, listening in Canada. You're on Free Talk Live. Richard. Hey, Ian, Nemi, and Mark. Thanks for taking my call tonight. Buddy, what's on your mind tonight? Um, the reason why I'm calling is because uh, two days ago, Mark uh, had briefly mentioned um, a story he had read about names and advantages and disadvantages with uh, that parents might be putting on their children based on the name that they give them. Yeah, I don't think we ever got to that uh, that news piece. Yeah, it was. Uh, I saw it on the show prep, and um, nobody had brought it up during the show, so I kind of wanted to bring it up myself here. Okay. Um, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I've called in in the past, and uh, my first call, I explained that I work for the uh, 
registrar general's office here in Ontario. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we do is we register births, deaths, and marriages and all that stuff. And um, every day I just see so many of the craziest names that come in that people give to their kids these days. And I'm really torn about whether that's a good thing, a bad thing, whether it's a it's good for the parents. Can right, you give some examples, like that. some that off the top of your head that you can recall? Oh my God, um, Nevea. <laughs> Has anybody heard of that one lately? Isn't that like a some sort of a beauty product? No, Nevea is actually heaven spelt backwards. Oh, interesting. Uh huh. And I can, I can just see so many parents like they say, oh, that is such a beautiful, unique, original name, but. Guess what? I see like 20 to 30 of them a day coming in. <laughs> they stand out so blatantly because it's like, oh, these poor children, like they're going to have this name. That's, it's just it's just the way that it sounds. And it just doesn't sound like it's spelt, you know, because it's got the E-H at the end of it. And yeah, I, I just see a lot of and names of uh, especially girls named after. Uh, if you want to make an argument they, about names not spe- uh, being spelled how they sound, I think Michael is right at the top of that one. I mean, you know, here's this common name that uh, has the A before the E at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't been anglicized in any way. You're just supposed to know that, uh, you know, these these two letters are flipped around. What, did, what you were you about to say before Mark interrupted you that people were uh, were naming their their girls after states? Yeah, like you see a lot of like Dakota. I yeah. see a lot of Dakota. Oh, sure. And Alaska, and just just crazy names, you know. Why is it a crazy name? I just think, well, because I think that I think I'm very traditionalist, and when it comes to names, because I see a name as something that you put at the top of a resume, or so you like traditionalist. You'd rather name your kid like Gertrude or Bertha or something like that. Bertha's hot. What do you mean by traditionalist? (laughs) Well, I mean my name is Richard. I see. That's not that's a common name. I don't know if I would name my kid Richard. Yeah, Richard oh, no, may have I mean, fallen out of fashion that. with uh, certain, um, you know, uh, colloquial well, terms. Well, just because you can call it by, you know, the, the shorter version yes. of uh, yeah. Richard is Dick. Yeah, my friends call me Dick all yeah. the time. I'm used to it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, I'm not saying that, like, everybody needs to go out and start naming their boys Richard. But, I mean, it makes me wonder, because I, 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 what I think about is, is the idea of consent, is that when these children, they get older, and they realize that they have this name, I mean, I'll, get, I'll get to tell you something crazy. The name Jennifer, that's, that's a pretty common name, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing on an application form once, and it was spelled G-E-N-Y-P-H-I-R. And I just think, oh, my God, this poor girl, when she gets older, when she calls the bank or calls this was a what? the phone what, what company, kind of application was this? Name every time. What kind of application was this? A name for, for birth, birth registration. It's a birth registration. Okay. Like I just want to make sure parent. that I understood. Yeah, yeah, you probably filled one out in the hospital after you had your son. There's no shortage. I didn't. uh, My son wasn't born in a hospital, and I tried to avoid those things as much as possible. But um, okay, I got you. But most people do that sort of stuff. Yeah, most people do. Yeah, but. you know, lots of people will take their normal name and then misspell the hell out of it anyway, um, in order to be unique and uh, and 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 funny and interesting and all those things that people want to do. Um, but when it's done by choice, isn't it a little bit different than when it's when it's forced upon? I would you? agree with you. Can't but, you just misspell it and spell it right? Spell well, it right. I mean, it, well, I, especially with a common name like I mean, like I said, that name Jennifer. Like, if I'm sure if she calls and if she was to tell someone her name. They would think of J-E-N-N, whatever, yep. not G-E-N-Y. You know what I mean? And it's just, I see that as just being such an inconvenience on a person. Now, I'm a, I'm a traditionalist like you, and I, I can definitely see a lot of your points. But my, my question to you is, so who gets to draw the line? Do you get to draw the line in your position? Do I don't you think get he's to... talking about drawing oh, a line. No, you... no well, I, in, in Ontario, no. Anybody can name their kid whatever they want, as opposed to how it is in New Zealand. Right. Where they started 
restricting names. Oh, really? Think, yeah. Like yeah like down to Hulu or something? Yeah, New Zealand's restricting names. We've talked about this, I believe, on the air. I don't yeah. recall that. Maybe yeah. You can't name your child Ampersands. <laughs> by the way, I, I just looked up the uh, Nevea one here, and when you search for it, there's a result that comes up, badbabynames.blogspot.com. It says there here that in 1999, there were only eight newborn American girls named Nevea. Last year, however, and this was written in 2006, so this was 05, uh, last, so in 2005, it was the 70th most popular name for baby girls, ahead of Sarah, Vanessa, and Amanda. So uh, if it's if it was getting more popular in the mid aughts, perhaps it's even more popular now. And, it is exceedingly and crazy. It's just crazy popular. It's unbelievable. Wow. None of this stuff is easy. Um, and you know, when my wife and I were trying to come up with a uh, with with a name for our child, um, you know, it was uh, there's a lot of back and forth and all these things that go on. I wanted. What you're talking about? I wanted a relatively traditional name uh, with, Jack. with 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 uh, you know one or two uh, syllables uh, that could be spelled easily. I mean, the kids the kids' last name is Edgington. For mm-hmm. God's sakes, I am not going to saddle him with a Christopher or something you know that's uh, equally as long and. So I wanted to, you know, make it uh, to, to do those things. But at the same time, I came up with what is we came up with what is one of the most popular boys names right now. And it's basically Jackson. all we could. Jack is. Uh, Didn't you name him Jackson, though? His name his name is Jackson. But, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, different. Uh, you know, so I decided to add on the other three letters just to make it more difficult for him. I see. What, what did I know? He I mean he can lengthen or shorten his name as he wishes. He has a he has a, a lovely name with Jackson Stewart Edgington, which gotcha. has uh, a lot of uh, gravitas to it. At the same time, <laughs> he can drop down to it just Jack. smells like cigar cigar smoke and heavy mahogany. Did you wood. just say his name has gravitas? Yes, <laughs> gravitas. Oh <my> God. <laughs> so I have hey. I have a, just a quick question for our caller, if yeah. I may. I am interested sure. to know how one becomes a registrar of births. Deaths and marriages. You work for the government. Well, unfortunately, we do have a law in Ontario that says that all births, deaths, and marriages have to be registered with a central state-run government office, and everybody has to pay a fee in order to get a little piece of paper with that name on it, and you need to present it for all these other things that you want to get. Mm. You do it like any it's other government job, and then you go and apply and, uh, and go through the process. So it's not elected. I was just, I'm curious, just idle curiosity. But, well, we do have um, the the Minister of Government Services is the uh, is the elected official who heads up the government. That person is a member of Parliament for a specific area within the province. It's, it's chosen by the Premier. But, Richard, uh, thanks for the like, call tonight. I really appreciate hearing from you this evening at eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Unfortunately, the Bad Baby Names website stopped posting as of uh, 2009, so there hasn't been any other bad baby names. The article he's referencing really didn't talk about, uh, you know, bad name, poor poor names in the sense that he's talking about them, and that's what I was thinking initially when I first saw the title of it, but um, no, this, it really, it's strange. It says things like, names such as Charlotte and Alexander carrying the highest valence or intrinsic attractiveness received uh, whatever versus Kevin and Mandy at the lowest valence. Lego More. and Google are legal in Sweden. More coming up here at 855-450-FREE. Hour number three is next. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. Free Talk Live. 
Americans are losing their wealth. People are rioting in the streets. For years, the American people have ignored the assaults on our liberty. The book, In Plain Sight, The Disregarded Truth, not only reveals the truth and the deceptive tactics that have caused the decline of our liberty, but also identifies and explains how we, the American people, can restart what was once a free America. It's time to wake up, protect our liberty, and return the government back to its proper role. It's time to know the truth. Order In Plain Sight, The Disregarded Truth today at Amazon.com. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you, as always, tonight, it's Ian. Nami. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features you'll find on the site. We give them to you, and you can control the content of the site as well. You can submit different things to it. So you find uh, something online that you think is interesting, you copy the URL, submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com, and then others who are visiting our site can vote. You get to vote on things as well. But the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website, and you can vote things down as, uh, also. So uh, go to freetalklive.com and get interactive there. Again, freetalklive.com. Let's go to Colin, listening in Michigan. Colin, you're on Free Talk Live. Colin. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight, Colin? Um, well, uh, for a while here in Michigan, I've noticed um, there's a big liberty movement, actually, in Michigan. Really? I'm um, going to Michigan. Yeah, yeah, actually, you'd be pretty surprised. Um, Mackinac Center, and there's a couple other public policy places here. Very free market. So where's Free Talk Live? Free Talk Live is on What's more that? station in Michigan than any other state. It's true. We are very well distributed in Michigan, uh, no doubt about that. But, I mean, if there's a big liberty movement, where's all the liberty? It seems like it's dying in Michigan. Well, I, I wouldn't quite say that. And to be honest, um, I've actually, I just graduated from Michigan State, so I'm trying to look in to see how I get Free Talk Live in the Metro Detroit area, but... Um, Detroit is one of the areas call- in which we are not on, but it, you know, one of the ways you can do that is to contact local uh, talk radio stations and ask them very nicely to add Free Talk Live. That's about the best way. Of course, in alternatives, you can always set up your own pirate radio station. Yeah, um, definitely going to look into it, but the main reason I'm calling is, um, is, uh, is about a new idea about the Free State Project. Okay. And I really, really like the Free State Project idea, but the thing is not all of us like to, say, move to New Hampshire. Being from Michigan, I kind of have an idea of what New Hampshire may look like, and I personally like the metro feel, uh, city feel more than I would say moving out to, um, like, a wooded area or something like that. Um, now, the thing that I've been kind of swapping around with a few of my uh, well, first of all, I'd like to point the, something out before you before you go on with your your, your pitch. Uh, just correct a little misinformation. Yes, there's plenty of woods in New Hampshire, and I imagine there's a lot of woods in Michigan as well. Uh, it's not all urban. Uh, there's no Detroit in New Hampshire. We don't have anything with that level of population. None of our cities are go- going to file for bankruptcy. Um, but uh, well, I, I wouldn't speak on their behalf, Mark. But, uh, I think I just saw it on CNN today. No, 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 that's true. But but all that said, um, I was what I wanted to point out was that Manchester is a fairly urban area. The population density is fairly thick. Uh, there's you, know, you should see it before you pass too much judgment on it. I mean, it's got 15 story buildings and maybe even taller than that. So, right. I know. mean, it's it's a it's a it's a technically it's a real city. 
a metropolitan kind of city. So, yes, there are cities in New Hampshire. They're just New Hampshire-sized cities, not the size of, like, a California city or a, uh, a Detroit. Okay. Um, well, so my idea is, with Detroit being dilapidated, I mean, for all intents and purposes, the city has hit rock bottom. People may want to live in an urban environment, which may actually be easier to control some of the state government or local governments, easier than you may anticipate in a place like Detroit, because there are a lot of people who live in Metro Detroit that actually do want to go back to the city because a lot of Michiganders just go to Chicago. That's not really our home. But I propose like a free city project and the idea that we could get enough liberty lovers in Michigan to move to a certain part of Detroit, influence the area, make our own uh, privatized police and fire and show that you can live in a city, provide for a community idea, and live peacefully and voluntarily. I mean, does that sound like something that you think would be feasible? I understand you guys love the Free State Project, but what I'm trying to uh, convey is that maybe this could work in a more urban environment, such as a place like Detroit that has been just hit rock bottom. And uh, I think you know, it's a fantastic idea. I, I think it's a fantastic idea. My, my question to you is you were talking about police and fire, um, so how, yeah. how do you have a voluntary society with police and fire? Well, well let's limit it to police. privatized means. I mean, that's, that's been proved throughout areas in society and vast civilizations, volunteer fire forces and police, you know, not necessarily police that you would think about privatized security forces. I don't know what you want me to coin it, but I think you guys get the idea that it can be privatized in some manner, correct? Well, I do, I do get the idea, but what I, what I'd like you to drill down on is, is actually the police use, because I think that, uh, many of, of the folks that I know around, around this area anyway, are really not in favor of, of police force in any way, shape, or form. So I, I would love to see you do your project. Absolutely. I, I just was curious about the, the law enforcement and, and force aspect of it. I've so got some with the with the idea of the privatized uh, security forces. It works like insurance. I mean, I've heard Mark talk many times on Free Talk Live about privatized uh, security forces that, that work as an insurance uh, agent. Almost people buy into this insurance pool that protects them from outside intrusions or sure, what sure. have you. I mean, does that make sense? Absolutely, and I'm I'm very familiar with that as well. I just wasn't sure what where you were going with it. So uh, thanks for clarifying. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, so- absolutely. Um, like I said, you know what? I listen to you guys. I listen to you guys a lot on my, my phone through an app because I don't get, get it in the area. But love the show. And there what, are what a lot app of people in using? Michigan that. What, what app? Uh, I use a, this this app called TuneIn. Excellent. You can listen to any Excellent. any radio station on earth, pretty much. Um, whatever whatever country you're in, and you can get an internet connection. You can use this app. TuneIn's and, uh, a great app. It's on all the platforms. So whether you got iPhone or Android or whatever, TuneIn.com. I've got some critiques on the uh, the idea of uh, the Free State Detroit. Um, first off, have you heard of the Free City Project? Free City, Free City Detroit. <laughs> um, have you heard of the Free State Project West? Uh, I have not. No. Have you heard of the Southeast Liberty Project? Um, you know what, Mark? No, I haven't. <laughs> have you heard of Free State Europe? Um, I actually I've heard of Free State things in Europe. I I don't know if you're hinting at a specific one. Have you heard of the South? Uh, no, what's what's the one in uh, South Carolina? The the Exodus Project. Yeah, the Christian Exodus. Christian Exodus Project. Um, I'm afraid not. You know, okay. I haven't heard of any of these. So. I'll tell you what. Rather than going through all the trouble of setting up Free City Detroit, just add it to that list. And then you'll be fine because these are all failed projects, essentially, um, that, uh, you know, projects that people had that, uh, you know, they got got some people excited about and essentially nothing has come of. What about Paulville, Mark? 
Paul, I'm not remember even familiar with Paulville. I think I Paulville. remember back in the 2008 Ron Paul campaign. Some uh, rabid Ron Paul fans figured it'd be a good idea for Ron Paul people to move together to one another, but not up to New Hampshire where all those other Ron Paul people are. Oh, that's right. Let's start our own Paulville somewhere. I don't even remember it, where they ended up. Picking Texas it. makes the most sense, I suppose. Yeah, I think it was. It probably was Texas. And actually, now there's another plan for a uh, Texas Libertopia of some sort. Uh, so these things kind of come and they they kind of go. And that's not to say someone couldn't make one of them stick and, right. and make it. Work. It's just an idea, and there's you know the Free State Project is is much more than an idea. It it's is real. the success of the idea that you've had, and sadly, I mean, look, man, if I I wish the founding fathers would have landed in Miami Beach, but those guys <laughs> ended up on Plymouth Rock. All right, I'm from Florida originally, and I don't relish the uh, you know temperatures dropping below freezing. No, I don't does, like Mark. snow on Nobody the road. And I don't like any of that. <laughs> I, I that didn't hear crap. Colin say that. No, 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 really no. I've got. I'm allowed to have my preferences. That is that okay? Right, but I'm, I'm just if, trying to okay, say what, yeah, what I understand. We're addressing talk, Colin's call we're, here. We're talking about me and my preferences. Well, but Colin. we've got Colin on the line. But I, look, Colin, hey, yeah, you, Mark. we can have a free city project in every single city across the United States. Let's just get everybody to move to every city, and that wouldn't work well you know what i don't i don't want to see you guys running down the this the caller's idea because i i think it's a great idea and you know what if you want to hit the ground running on it or there are other people out where you are that are interested in doing it and you don't want to move to new hampshire bless your heart my friend go do it yeah i mean yeah, go but get I, would, it done. I would add the caveat is give it a time limit say i'm giving this three years and at the end of three years when this fails i'm going to pick up and move to the free state well, well, so how will nice. you define fail how will you define failure Mark? you'll know it when you get there well i mean after three years the free state project had just picked new hampshire as uh, as a as a state so but, how would you define failure I think I, I, actually just... i would define all of these things as some level of failure i would uh, de- define the free state projects as the least level of failure of all of them i mean i've got things that I'd like to critique about the Free State Project. No doubt. However, no doubt. if you want to move around people that love liberty because you think that's a good idea, reinventing the wheel in this case is statistically highly likely to fail. You are behind the ball by about 10 years. I mean, the Free State Project did kick off back in 2001. So I'll tell you what, Colin, we've been talking all over you here. Let's uh, put, we're going to put you on hold if you want. Stick with us. We'll come back with your uh, remainder of your thoughts here in a moment. More with Colin at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that we have there for you. Again, freetalklive.com features including our listening options, live streams are there, the radio list of uh, radio stations we're on, satellite listening choices, webcam, listen lines, so much information, all of it about how you can get tuned in over at listen.freetalklive.com. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. To be free today, 
you need a boat, and not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a four-wheel drive car or SUV ashore. With a life yacht, you can live free of nearly any government intrusion and have a seashore home anywhere in the world. The government bothers you, you weigh anchor, sail away. You can be involved for as few as $1,000 and the commitment of as little as eight months. It's ericksoncouncil.com. ericksoncouncil.com. All right, let's continue here. Colin is still with us listening in Michigan. He has a proposal, which interestingly is one that has been proposed on the air before, sort of. Uh, although they they didn't call it the uh, or the the individual that called did not call it the Free City Project. Uh, he was calling it uh, just moving agorists to Detroit. The idea is since Detroit is a crumbling former uh, formerly you know golden age metropolis or whatever you want to call it, where you know things were really good in the past in Detroit, and now people are leaving there. It's a major exodus. People are are getting the hell out, and as a result of that, there's news stories coming out of Detroit that are just unbelievable. In fact, I found this yeah. one. Uh, that uh, apparently Detroit police are cutting their hours. I don't know if uh, you've heard this one, but Detroit police, previously you could go into a police station 24 hours a day in Detroit, you know, big city, 24-hour day, you can go to a police station. But not anymore. Now they're cutting back to just eight hours per day. So, you know, you can't even get uh, police services at certain hours of the day in uh, in Detroit. So I think it's an interesting concept to, you know, well, let's create some sort of an agorist enclave within Detroit uh, to secede ourselves from it, provide our own services. It's a big dreamer thing. And I think it's, uh, you know, I, I agree with Nemi. I think that if that's what you've got your heart set on, you should go and do it. Although at the other hand, I think, I think Mark is trying to give you some realistic expectations as to you know how likely or unlikely it might be that uh, that you'll succeed at this because you are you know you are essentially going to be competing for movers at that point with the the free state project and all the other myriad of free state imitators uh, out there like free state wyoming and uh the southeast liberty project and the new uh, libertopia in texas or whatever it is they're, they're doing down there so um i don't know where we left right. off but i felt like you had wanted to get some thoughts in so go ahead Oh, well, you know, I mean, you're 100% right, and I was just going to say, well, you know, on the marketplace, there's competition for the best product, and if you can provide the best product, that being of a society and a city dwelling or what have you, you know, I mean, these things may may come true, but, you know, it just takes somebody with an idea. I mean, everybody that sure. has a business idea is probably told, you know, this isn't going to happen, you know, they shoot holes through your ideas. Sure. But what you have to do as, as, a, as a, you know, a person of interest in a particular area, you have to continue on with that idea and keep keep making sure that those holes will be filled up or, you know, do what you got to do. I mean, it is a free market. And, uh, you know, I, I like Mark's antagonism towards the UE and every once in a while, and I listen. So, <laughs> you know, these things, these things do happen. And, uh, but yeah, you know, I really appreciate, um, you know, we, you guys just showing everything and uh, I keep listening. And, hey, for the record, though, my name is Colin with a K. I spelled K O L I N, and I just picked up. You guys were talking about like people spell their names weird or something, but I spell my name K O L I N. So, hey, gotcha. awesome, good for you. So, uh, yeah. all right, so so let me see. If I, I spell got... Mark D O G. So let me see if I've got the <laughs> the proposal straight. So your idea is to move people into a section of Detroit and basically right. secede from Detroit or secede from Michigan or what? No, no, no. Well, well, I mean, uh, you can take a grab. I mean, this is a very premature idea. I talked about it with a few friends, and I thought, what better platform than to have liberty lovers, you know, on a radio station talk about it and whatnot. But for my, for me personally, it would be to move into a, a small section of Detroit. Now, Detroit is not what you think. It's not like RoboCop land where, 
everybody's like, you know, uh, this is going to happen. There are places in Detroit that are actually pretty nice. Um, there's Indian Village, which is just outside, um, just outside Royal Oak Ferndale area, and that's actually really, really nice area with very multi-million-dollar homes and whatnot, or what used to. Well, be. you're not going to so be able is. to. Okay, if you're going to ask people to buy a million-dollar home to. No, uh, to no, come... no, 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 no. That's 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 not what I'm trying to do. But I'm saying is there are areas of Detroit that are nice that aren't like a dilapidated, falling apart. You know, sure. I think the agorist that had called in wanted to take over one of those dilapidated areas because of the fact that nobody wanted to be there. Um, so, uh, but it's still Detroit. Um, you know, whether it's the dilapidated part or the good part, still has a very intrusive uh, Fabian socialist government designed government, and no. I think that the likelihood of resting its talons from uh, from I mean, you know, it seems to me that New Hampshire being the freest state, that one would want to start at the highest point one could to build liberty rather than right. finding probably the most socialistic it place. And, and again, and again, this is, this has been brought up multiple times. People have said this and thank, thanks Mark for bringing it up. Now what, with the socialistic, you know, taxation and whatnot, or whatever you want to coin it, there have been proposals from people live in Oakland County, which is the County just outside Detroit. And the one that I live in is to make Detroit a tax exempt status area for 10 years business wise. Now, I understand 10 years is not forever, but if you get things going so would well... Would that be the, the city of, just to clarify what you're saying, would that be the city of Detroit withdrawing taxing? Yes. There, is, there have been a couple different proposals, like uh, maybe all of Wayne County or... And this proposal places. is coming from the next county over or coming from Detroit City yeah, Council? This is, this, this is the thing about Detroit is a lot of people live around the area and they go down there for to watch the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. to watch the Detroit Red Wings and the Detroit Tigers, and then they go back to the suburbs. But everybody wants to go to Detroit because there's nowhere else to go. We go to Chicago. There are counties around here that want to make this the bustling city that it used to be, and there are people, privatized individuals, that would like to invest in an infrastructure. How would the the county, I I mean, I don't understand how Michigan uh, political system works. How would the next county over be able to influence the city of Detroit's uh, taxing ability? Well, you know, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a professional on, on how counties exactly work. But from Usually what I, counties what have no I, influence over the county next door to them as far as how they tax. Well, when the county is, you know, Oakland County is like one of the richest counties in America or something like that, they have some kind of upper hand in the deal. But at the same time, like you just pointed out, it doesn't always work to their benefit because obviously it's not really going anywhere. But the counties, when they fund projects, they go from Wayne County in Detroit to, say, Oakland County. They have public transit and whatnot that goes between, so they try and dangle that over each other's heads. So I'm curious. So, so getting back to the idea of what you're proposing, people would move into one area of Detroit, and then what would happen, do you think? Well, I think that people would be able to uh, invest in an area that they could make, you know, uh, like businesses and whatnot that could work within each other and then eventually bring more and more people into the community that could see that, hey, this is prosperous in Detroit and this is happening. And maybe from that something can spring out. You know, and eventually, I mean, like would the said, would the idea be to idea. secede from Detroit or to try to take over the Detroit City Council somehow, or or what? Well, I, mean, I know, I know, this is kind of like, oh, okay. Well, we take over Detroit City Council. We're no better than the ones that were there before. But what I'm trying to say is, if you can show that this works in Detroit with people, kind of like, yes, seceding or whatever you want to coin it, setting policies that would then be able to blossom and show this actually works no taxation tell you what colin if you can show people that it works that'd be great and you'd have all kinds of people jumping on board so keep us in the loop and let us know how it goes it'd be interesting to keep an eye on things thanks for the call tonight appreciate hearing from you 855-450-FREE this is free talk live 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line joining you tonight. It's Ian here. Nemi. And Mark. And we invite you over to our website at freetalklive.com. We have the webcam and the archives and the Shrine of Female listeners. In fact, news updates as well. If you want to get signed up, we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to news.freetalklive.com, and you can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, whatever works best for you, news.freetalklive.com. If you're like me and you just don't have time to sit down and with a book anymore, audiobooks may very well be the solution to your dilemma. You can get in all the uh, books that you want to read and you can do it while you do other things, whether you're commuting to work or working in the garden, working out or, you know, just on the computer, whatever you want to do. Audible makes it incredibly easy for you. They've got all kinds of different uh, categories over there, more than 100,000 titles from which to choose in uh, categories such as science and technology. Here's uh, The Selfish Gene by uh, Richard Dawkins or Psychology, second edition by Sandra K. Sorelli, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Mind Body Prescription, Healing the Body, Healing the Pain by John E. Sarno. All kinds of different titles from which to choose. And you can get in any of them that you want for free from audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. Go over there, get a free gold membership, and uh, that includes a download. Audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. It's fast, easy, and affordable. I've done it, and you know I concur. It is also fast, easy, and affordable audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. We continue with you and your thoughts and calls. Tom is in Michigan. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nemi, and Mark. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, good evening. Uh, hey, folks. Tom. <laughs> this is uh, my second time calling. I spoke with you guys last week uh, on the assault charges that I have pending against me. Of course, nothing has happened uh, with that yet. But I-, I was listening to you this evening, and I just heard your last caller, Colin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kurt and I have these debates. I love that guy, Kurt, and he is so inspirational for me and many people in our area for this free state project movement. But he, just like I, cannot, he he can't move because he's got a wife that doesn't want to. He's got a government job here he can't give up. Mm. He's got all the perks. And I can't just up and jump and move. And I want to do something. And as your last caller said, you know, there's no reason we can't do something here where we are. Uh, well, what would you I, I, what would you propose? Are you going to move to Detroit like Colin suggests? No, you know what? I don't see that we need to move anywhere. And, ah. and this is this is wait a minute. This is my my debate. I suppose I should say with Kurt. And, and here's an example. You guys go to you guys do your uh, your uh, uh, self sacrifice. I want to call it. Uh, you know, going to going. What's the word I'm looking for here? These. Uh, skirmishes you're encountering with the cops and doing this on purpose, uh, civil disobedience. 
that's you know? that's about a two dozen, maybe three dozen people in the three Free State Project of a thousand movers. I just like to point out that they are a uh, a vocal min- uh, minority. They're no, just newsworthy, Mark. Okay. Okay, but let's let's say you do what you're doing, and right now this assault case that I'm going through, I am doing this on my own. And Kurt says, Tom, you got balls. I would not do this if I were you. They already offered me to drop everything if I went on probation and kept my nose clean for a year. They would drop all the charges and dismiss the entire case. Mm-hmm. But I can't do it. I did not do what they, they are accusing me of. The reason this is happening is because I did not lick the cops' boots that came out to, to question me, and that's why I have to do what I do. Yep. Good Kurt for you. Says, Kurt says, Tom, you're poking the bear, you're throwing pebbles at the bear. You need to move somewhere where you got support. Okay, let's go with that. You guys have support where you're at. But guess what? You're still going to jail. So what's the difference of where I stand, make my stand? Well, if we had Derek Jay here, he would be able to explain to you how he felt today. Uh, he was in court with approximately 20, 25 uh, supporters and uh, afterwards, he re- related to us that he was so grateful that he was here with us uh, there to support him. Uh, because even though there are dozens of liberty-minded people in the Philadelphia area from uh, from whence he comes, uh, that uh, that you know he wouldn't have had the same level of support. So it's nice to have people come out to the trial. It's nice to have people you know be willing to take care of uh, you know the family pets while you might be in jail or whatever. But as Mark pointed out, it's not all about getting arrested. I mean, only a very small minority of people here are doing civil disobedience. There are lots of people that are working actively in the state house. In fact, there's news today, Mark, about how the New Hampshire uh, state representatives, I believe, have uh, the, the house, house has passed an amendment. Prohibiting the income tax. Yay! Right. Well, now that no, hold on. The amendment has to be voted start. on. It has to be voted. Oh, that on was a troll. Did you see that? <laughs> Just to clarify, the amendment has to be voted on by the full population of New Hampshire, or the voting by population two-thirds. of yes. New Hampshire. So this has not been passed, but it's an right. indicator of a level of political influence and success. Only sort of, because it was it was not it was not overwhelming. If, if I, I remember. believe there was only about 100 people that voted against well, it. There are so lots of people in the government in New Hampshire that would love an income tax. They believe that that's the solution to their problems. Right. I'm just telling this you it's intended an to put indicator up- of, of relative success here compared to elsewhere. Like, you don't see California passing a What a, other state has, pa- has, uh, has one of their uh, bicameral legislatures have passed one of these in the last decade? Right. So, so when you when you say you're still going to jail, of course, whenever you do civil disobedience, you're going to go to jail if you don't have huge numbers of people. And the fact is, we don't have hundreds of people here who are willing to do civil disobedience on uh, on a regular basis. But maybe down the line okay. we will. But many people are inv- involving themselves in a variety of different ways, and there's no way you can substitute for having sheer numbers of activists concentrating uh, their their activism in one place. Okay. Well, let me let's. Let me just say this. Kurt and I have been debating on this issue. You guys said that in the last 10 years, this project, as you just said, it took three years to decide where you're going to move. So now 10 years has gone by. You admittedly said there's only about maybe approximately 10,000 people that have moved there. Incorrect. There are approximately uh, 800 or so that have officially made the move, that have let us know that they let the Free State Project know they've made the move. Uh, So there are about a thousand people here that are members of the Free State Project, participants in it. There are 11,000 people who have signed and pledged to make the move. So not not even not even as many as you think. Well, well, this even makes my point more. How how long are we going to wait? I mean, if we all are going to wait until we all move to one place. 
as Kurt says, well, if we all buy houses in one area and they come to get our income taxes, uh, you know, it's never going to happen. I don't about never. Um, well, it is happening. It's slow. And, and admittedly, it's slow. I mean, you know, when people, it's hard to move. You know as well as I do that yeah. it's hard to move. I left, I'm, you know, I may ne- may not have quit my job when I quit my job when we moved to the Free State Project, uh, for the Free State Project to start full-time with the Free Talk Live. I sold two houses. I sold two cars. I moved off the street where my mom lived. Um, so I left my family. I did all these and brought my, you know, the my, my then wife with me um and all the things that i mean it's you know it's hard it takes a while for people to do these things there's no doubt about it if you think it's going to happen next week you shouldn't move for the free state project you should go to ericsoncouncil.org and take a look at what they've got if you want freedom for yourself tomorrow then that's you know maybe that's hit the high seas uh so look and, and we can hear it in the last two calls the reticence of people who believe in liberty to actually pick up and move for it like many of the founding fathers did they they left they're, you know, England to come here and, you know, hopefully find It may more take freedom. another 10 years to show somebody who's in a tyrannical state that, look, New Hampshire's moving in the right direction, so then they actually do decide to move. Right. For me, it's it's a no-brainer. I mean, when I heard the idea the first time, I thought, wow, that's amazing, but it's cold. I don't want to go. And then I got over the fact that it's cold, and I went. And here I am, and now we've got more people here than ever. More people move every single year. You name for me one more, one other place where there's an influx of... Of liberty-minded people on a and on an even inconsistent basis, it's consistent here. People are coming in all the time. Name for me one more place. I think it's. Go ahead. I I, I agree with you. I, I I it's the only one that I've heard of where at least that is an attempt and and like you said, more people are moving here than anywhere. But. And they're getting elected. And there's, there's. I think it's important to point out here that somebody who doesn't want to move for the Free State Project is not bad or wrong. I didn't say they were bad. I I know, but like a lot of people hear it this way, they are not bad or wrong. They just have not reached the point that it is right for them. No doubt. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Good luck, Tom. If you're going to stick it out alone up there, I wish you the best. And thank you for the call. Keep us in the loop as to what you're up to. 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever you want. Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your thoughts. Your call at 855-453. The SACL CAI toll free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And here tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. Admark. Um, by the way, if you want to support Free Talk Live, shop with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. You can enter Amazon through the links you'll find there. Different Amazons for different countries. Click in the right one for you and just get your shopping done. Whatever it is you're looking for, they probably sell it. Uh, if you go to shop.freetalklive.com, you can have your shopping experience that you're used to with Amazon. It's just that when you enter through our links over at shop.freetalklive.com, Free Talk Live will get a portion of your purchase price. Once again, shop.freetalklive.com. 
com. We'll continue with your calls here uh, in a moment. Just a few more thoughts on the last two calls we had. Uh, one of them from the Detroit area, the county right outside of one of the counties right outside of Detroit, where a gentleman was uh, proposing that he thought the Free State Project was a good idea, but it would be better if it was in the county that was next to him uh, and proposed that people move to Detroit. So the next guy that called in, who was already familiar with the Free State Project, asked him if he would join the Free Detroit Project. And he said, no, he'd rather stay where he is and uh, you know work towards freedom there. And this is a common uh, response when people come across the, you know, the idea of the Free State Project. Many of them can recognize the value in having liberty-minded people moving together to the same place. But gosh, it sure is a lot more difficult to move across the country or halfway across the country than it is to move to the county next door to you. And so ultimately, uh, well, even and most people, um, you know, they're they're the the three main this really falls into the three main, uh, you know, detractions for the the three main uh, concerns about the Free State Project. Um, It's cold. Cold is the first one. Now, these two guys from Michigan, uh, obviously, if that's not their concern, if it is their concern, you know, I don't even know how to speak to that. Two, my family lives where I live. I do not want to leave my family. And three. My job is where I live. I do not want to leave my job. Mm -hmm. All three of these are valid concerns, and I do not want to minimize any one of these concerns. However, um, if that is a concern for you, shouldn't it be a concern for others? If that is a concern for others, is your idea a good one? Because if you're concerned about picking up and moving your life because it is an expensive operation, Mm. then – should you suggest that other people do the same? Because that would be essentially what you're asking is yes. for all the liberty. I have people. a great idea. Move around me. I am the next David Koresh and we will live in school buses with AK-47s. Well, I think you're being a little I don't hyperbolic I mean, just, there. Uh, but, but, but essentially but nobody of the Free State Project did that. Do you understand? Yeah. Jason Sorens, the founder of the Free State He's not Project, even here yet. has suggested that people do this and he didn't, you know, I mean, he gave them the opportunity pick a state. Now, uh, I'll admit the Southeast Liberty Project had a, had a vote ahead of time but wait we, they voted they did vote on a state really i hadn't even heard about this yet yeah, it was, it was done on facebook but it was done before anybody sort of signed I thought up they were going to vote on a county uh look i'm i don't want to go any further i don't know okay. um, i mean i think well, it was my point state. was going to be here that uh, when when the free state project idea comes comes to a liberty lover in whatever form it's like oh yeah it's a great idea let's do it here and it happens and, and every hear, time every time somebody hears again. about the free state project well what about my town right and you know great you go ahead and try that and let us know how it works i mean by all means if the free detroit project takes off i'm moving you know if it Why? if it if it's working oh, better it's, than if they oh. get free in detroit i'll be there you know if you get free in the southeast liberty uh, project <laughs> sign me up uh, but right now, we've got a 10-year head start in New Hampshire. We've got 11,000 people that have uh, signed on. We've got 1,000 people that are here. We've got more that are moving constantly. We've got people showing up in the middle of the winter. Yep. You uh, can have an idea, or you can have the reality of the idea. Right. Those are your choices. You can try to duplicate, and it's fine to compete. By all means, jump in. They tried in Wyoming, and last I heard, it had completely fizzled out. Wyoming was the uh, the Boston Tea Party author guy, Kenneth Royce, I think is his name. He kind of put that together, spearheaded it. It ended up being kind of this cult of personality uh, sort of thing. And I guess I forget what I heard. I heard just recently that it's just bombed out. If you go to their website, you know it hasn't been updated in a while. Free State Europe completely bombed out. Uh, there's nothing happening with those guys. 
And, you know, maybe somebody can compete with the Free State Project. I mean, the Free State Project board is very bureaucratic and slow, so it's not like you. it would be hard to out-compete them in quickness of, of operation. Uh, but, you know, there's a, still that long 10-year process that we've gone through. The brand building is significant. You know, the Free State Project is one of the 100,000 most popular websites in right. the world. So, If it's, you have a concern about moving, you are one person. Then now think about that multiplied times all these people. We've got a thousand people who've already picked up and moved. Try to imagine getting six people to pick up their lives and moving move for your idea. When I picked up it's and tough, moved tough. for the Free State Project, I had two houses. When you know before this, you know prepared as you I mentioned, two houses, two cars. Lived on the same it's street. As my mom, you know, this is this was my and you hometown. You were one of the first six people. We were like no. mover number four twenty and four twenty one uh, when we moved. It up cost here. me big to move, and not everybody has to pay. I mean, you know, and the greater and lesser ways to do it. And but. the reason we moved was because I was excited by the activism that was already going on here. So not only do you have to prov- create this idea, but you have to create something that's exciting you have to because the idea is one thing but the reality is another right so to, to just think of something and talk about it with your friends that's cool but to actually get the ball rolling to uh, to move the idea forward and to create it turn it into reality that's the tricky part and then to promote that and to let people know that it's happening so like i said if you move forward with it and it starts to work out call us up let us know i'd be happy to talk about it on the air with you let's go to gene the christian anarchist in tennessee you're on free talk live gene Hey, I'm on my way tomorrow morning to uh, South Carolina. I'm going to drive the Ron Paul Corvette there to see if I can drum up some votes for Dr. Paul. Excellent. Excellent. You've got your whole Corvette wrapped with one of those fancy bus wrap kind of stuff. It's really, really sharp looking. If you search for Ron Paul Corvette, uh, it comes up on YouTube, right? Yes. And uh, I actually, I posted on Ron Paul forums because I've got an extra seat there, and I'll be driving from Memphis to Charleston tomorrow. And uh, so if somebody wants to go on Ron Paul forums and give me a shout, I can give them a ride. But uh, I wanted to mention something that uh, happened in China regarding my car. I was talking to, I mentioned in the past, this guy that we know who's a uh, head tax collector for this district in China. You know, he's a bureaucrat there. He's a nice guy. And uh, he was telling us about, uh, I was showing him pictures of the Ron Paul Corvette. And he said, well, it's kind of nice that, it's nice that you people in America uh, get concerned about who you're going to elect for president, he said, because in our country, nobody even thinks twice about it because uh, we don't get a say in it anyway. So uh, it was just an interesting little uh, comparison there by a bureaucrat who happens to be a member of the Communist Party. And the, the whole attitude in China is they really don't give a darn because they can't do anything about it anyway. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, yeah, I mean, uh, what what's worse, <laughs> the idea that uh, you do have some uh, some sway in this area, or the idea that you don't? I think probably the idea that you don't is worse, and uh, you know, they, I think maybe that's going to change. I think in China, I think that uh, things will eventually work towards freedom. There, I think. Uh, I, I would agree that it would have to. It seems With to be internet, doing that, though, right? Though, I mean, even it, though they have the the censorship on the internet, there's still an awful lot of information flying around there that they can't block. Yeah, more so than ever in the past, and the same thing with this country uh, today as well. But isn't it your observation, Gene, having visited China a number of times, your wife's family lives over there, you've called us from there, uh, that it has in many ways been moving toward more freedom? Oh, they're definitely more free than they've ever been in the past, and financial freedom there is is, uh, better than what we have here. Political freedom is not. 
but uh, I yeah. think maybe those things might eventually work themselves out. I know that uh, there's a lot of tension in China between the people and the government, uh, and they have riots there quite frequently. You don't hear a lot about them. but uh, Are they aware of the scope of the censorship against them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, they know. Well, that's good. If they know they're being censored, then that's uh, you know a good a good uh, motivation for them to work around the blockages. And of course, there are ways to do that. Sure. So the more the more they are aware of it, the more they'll they'll be desirous of uh, of a solution. Gene, as always, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Detroit, which has one of the highest crime rates of large American cities, according to Reuters, plans to close the doors of its police stations to the public for 16 hours a day starting on Monday. This oh was a couple God. weeks ago, as the cash-strapped city struggles to slash costs. Public-facing desks at Eight stations that represent the eight precincts or districts of the Detroit Police Department will be closed at 4 p.m. every day and reopen the next morning at 8. It means residents could have a harder time immediately finding face-to-face help from the police during key hours of the day. (gasps) The moves are expected to lead to virtual precincts as the police department plans to redeploy deskbound officers to more time on the streets during the affected hours. The administration is under intense pressure to cut hundreds of millions in costs. The city estimates it could run out of money within the next 90 days if immediate action is not taken. And as we know, they are already, we've talked about how Detroit is already shutting off streetlights in some neighborhoods. Uh, they are, which of course, streetlights are a huge prevention of crime. Uh, and now they're going to make it so you can't even go into the police department unless it's during business hours. So too bad for anybody that uh, works during the daytime. You have to take the day off if you want to go and see the police about some sort of an issue. And uh, I wish we had more time to talk about it because it's an interesting issue. Maybe we'll get to it tomorrow night. See you then online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. This program is brought to you by freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.